Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Vogel, and joining me as always is Christian Redshaw, my co-host. Christian, how are you, my friend? I am fantastic. It's awesome to be here. I'm looking forward to you telling everybody who the guest is today. <laughs> the guest today is Leah McLean. Uh, she's a VP of security at MasterCard. Uh, really looking forward to the conversation. Uh, I believe she's based in Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. uh, on memory here, but uh, we'll take a momentary pause here and we'll bring Leah aboard. Let's do it. Leah, thank you so much for joining us on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. How are you doing today? Doing well, guys. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. <laughs> well, we're really excited to have you on the show and uh, looking forward to the conversation. Um, I thought maybe we could start off with you maybe sharing a bit about your personal and career narrative, sort of about your journey and what's brought you to where you are today. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I've had more of an unconventional pathway. (laughs) Um, But, you know, and it's funny because I think we don't fully realize um, the skill sets we might adopt earlier on. And then when we make a career transition, how actually those skill sets are valuable in that new (laughs) direction. So I can, uh, I guess, see that now, right? It's always in hindsight. Um, but I mean, I started my career, well, I grew up in Silicon Valley, so I was always in tech, right? IT and networking, but I was public relations and communications. Um, my major was bachelor's of science with an, uh, or bachelor's of science with pol- political science with an emphasis in international relations. So all kind of unrelated, right? Um, and then from PR and communications, um, I went into, well, I'll back up a little bit. It was when I was at Cisco for three years that, um, and they, you know, were doing a lot more in cybersecurity at the time and making acquisitions. And I was working with different business groups and the cybersecurity group basically said, you should come work with us. And I thought, well, I've always been fascinated by cyber, right? But, um, and always intrigued in terms of how does it work? Um, but it, it was a little daunting. So, but I said yes, and I started working um, with them and, and fell in love with it. And then at that point, I really went to transition even further into, um, you know, more, um, I'd say, heading it more into corporate security. Um, but I didn't take that as a direct pathway when I started transitioning. And part of that, I'll speak for being a career transitioner. Um, I think a lot of them out there can appreciate this, but sometimes you get to the point in your career where you've been in it for 10, 12 years and you're transitioning at the time, but you don't necessarily want to start from the beginning again. You know, you get used to the salary, et cetera. So, um, uh, you know, I, I've done it a little differently. And I went into really, okay, I knew the business. I had to learn the business always first and foremost, no matter what company I was working with, um, because that was part of being in a role of PR and communications. You had to take very complex technologies and um, problems and communicate them so any business leader could understand it. Um, And then I went on to do strategic alliance partnerships because I would get my hands on all the in, you know technologies, all the cybersecurity vendor tools um, when looking at integrations, right, with uh, other companies and putting uh, the pieces together. And that's how I got my technology skill sets, really. Um, I mean, I, I played around with a lot of the tools out there. Um, the newer ones um, had to really get in depth with cloud, too. That was daunting. But, you know, we're always learning, always um evolving, you have to keep pace with everything that's changing. And so now I'm more into 
um, cybersecurity services, cyber risk um, management assessments, et cetera. And I'm still going to be, you know, evolving and transitioning in my career. But um, I can see now why, you know, my skill sets in PR and communications were are valuable, right? Because <laughs> it's a big deal now when you have a lot of CISOs out there saying, I have to communicate to the board. What do I say to them so they understand me? <laughs> <laughs> Leah, you know, you work for a, a very large organization, but I understand, as you say, you're also involved in the startup community as well. In, in many ways, we try to answer the question, why does cybersecurity matter? How do you bring that message home to startups and to maybe smaller, mid-sized organizations that are not enterprise? Uh, how do you approach that? Uh, so, great question. Um, I think I just read an article earlier today and they were talking about how cybersecurity needs to actually be part of or is part of corporate social responsibility now, right? Mm -hmm. So think about it. So, I mean, that's that really made sense to me because when you think about it from that much broader sense, um, startups, any organization, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, not even selling cybersecurity or offering cybersecurity, you need to be thinking about it. Um, yes. I mean, I don't know. We can rattle off here all day long, all of the re big recent threats and everything else. And now we've got our geopolitical tensions, right, with Ukraine and Russia. And yep. I mean, it impacts everybody. And, I, you know, Log4j, that was a big one because, you know, I look at it from just an average consumer standpoint. And my, yep. um, you know, I, I remember emailing or texting my brother and sister-in-law saying, your kids are on Minecraft. <laughs> 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 you need to know about this <laughs> but they actually you know they, they finally called me up and they're like okay what do we need to know and do right it, and it's it so it impacts everyone's lives no matter where you are it really does i feel like we could stop the show right now because you've you've already given us something awesome which is that cybersecurity is part of corporate social responsibility um let's kind of get into um something specific about cybersecurity, which is called third-party risk management, where, you know, what we, we think of it as you inherit the cybersecurity weaknesses of your or partners and vendors. Um, why is that so important for uh, companies to think about? Oh, yeah. No, that's a big one, right? Um, I mean, look at supply chain. <laughs> supply chain overall, you're working with multiple and it depends on the size of your organization, but let's say you're a very large organization, you know, 25,000 plus employees. And if that organization, say, is doing a lot of M&A and working with a lot of different vendors and suppliers, you're at risk, right? You may know internally with your corporate security team what, you know, how your risk score is today, where you stand, what you're you know doing to be preventative. Um, that's all good and fine, but do you know what you're taking on if you, say, acquire another company? Um, if you work with another company and you have to have any integrations with them and technology? I mean, it's a big risk overall. So it's hugely important to not just be aware internally what's going on, but very much externally and who you're working with. And I think that'll be really interesting to see over time and it probably will depend regionally or, you know, different countries. Um, if there's main mandates where they might say um, to that third party supplier, you know, that they need to see where they are at in terms of their cybersecurity maturity or uh, um, overall posture before they, you know, 
sign again with them or continue working with them. So that's a huge one. I mean, we can rattle off names there of some companies that have been impacted lately where, where that's a big part of it, but it's very important. Agreed. Leah, you know, the, um, going back to what you were mentioning earlier about um, sort of communicating with with, uh, with the board or, or the uh, with executives, um, when we're talking about maybe cybersecurity or cybersecurity metrics, you know, let's say you are someone who does need to communicate cyber risk or cybersecurity to the board, what in your mind are areas that they should be focusing on, right? What's What are things that they should say or things that they shouldn't be saying? Uh, shouldn't be saying? Yeah, and it's, I would say it's, this has definitely been a big topic um, of discussion. I think I've been hearing and even being part of to some degree in the last two plus years. Well, maybe, yeah. Um, more so ever because it's so important when you think about having um, you know, security be part of the board meetings, right? And being part of that C-suite and how do we get there? And a lot of it is how do we communicate to all the other executives and the board who aren't cyber experts and what matters to them in the business, right? We need to show to them how what is done in, in security, information security, what programs you have in place, um, what you want to achieve, right? The budget and resources you need are actually going to enable the business. And so having the conversations where you're correlating your risk overall into tangibles on if you don't do A, B, and C, you know, your e-commerce site won't work for five hours and you will lose X amount of money, right? Quantifying it. I, I guess cyber risk quantification is one way to think about it. Um, those correlations, you know, back to the governance, everything else, but relating it back to the business, that's the biggest part of it. And that's when you get people to start to really understand how it impacts them, right? Because every CEO and CFO can understand financial loss and what that means to business. For sure, for sure. And, you know, on, on, you know, on a similar vein, I, I know this is very true at the small and mid-sized business level. I mean, I imagine less so at the enterprise level, but, um, you know, there's still that perception with, um, boards and with executives that cyber risk or cybersecurity is more of something that the IT guys deal with. They don't see it as a true risk or a business risk. Um, do you, uh, what are your thoughts on that in terms of how it's sort of being perceived at you know, different um, sizes of, of, of organizations and how do, how do we overcome that? Yeah, that's a good question. I, you know, there, you think about GRC, for example, or IT and audit and financial risks and audits. And I think when you look at all of those different groups within an organization who are focused on risk, so I guess one, define risk and then define cyber risk, right? What does that look like? And then bring it all together from an or a company perspective. And I think when you can start having the CISOs working with the, well, they work, you know, the IT teams, the finance teams, the legal teams, the, the other business groups that are also responsible for risk, and you can put that into a narrative where cyber is very much a part of that and present together so that you can show how together you're going to, you know, minimize risk overall and then what what you need to do that. I think that can be very powerful. And I think it's starting to happen today. I, 
I, I'll be interested to see where we go, say, in the next two to three years with that. But I think it's coming together more. Remember, we used to have the problem years ago. I might be dating myself in my career here, but <laughs> this, security and IT didn't have a seat at the table together, right? It was always IT and then security would say, wait, what? You did what? <laughs> Why wasn't I there, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and so now if we can start to see, you know, see so the, the security, the GRC teams, finance, um, legal, every other group that's responsible for risk at the table and bringing that story together, um, I think that's powerful. I, agree, I completely agree, Leah. Now, I have two more questions to close us out here. And I want to talk about uh, cloud security. So companies will be obviously having data in the cloud and using uh, cloud applications. How would you describe the concept of shared responsibility? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. And it's still, I think, um, not uh, not everybody knows about it, right? Which is important that they do when they're going to migrate to the cloud. Um, but shared responsibility, and AWS has that, um, Azure, you know, similar, different message in uh, Google GCP, very much that the responsibility is on the, and the onus is with your team internally. So those cloud providers will have a certain responsibility of their own, but then internally, that is your responsibility. So I guess just not the mindset of, well, great, I'm in AWS, for example, and I know they have security, so I'm clear. No, yes. right? It is very much a shared responsibility. I think really understanding both you know, the models, um, they're similar across the major cloud providers, but a little different, you know, depending on the services and, and such um, that they offer and the solutions there. Um, really understanding that because that, that's critical. Um, that, that's a big piece of it. Absolutely. Cloud security isn't just automatic. You have, a, you have a responsibility, you have a role. Last question for you. So I'm going to assume that we're on the same page here, uh, given what you said about uh, third-party uh, vendor risk management, uh, that cybersecurity is important to small and mid-sized organizations. Uh, practicing cyber hygiene and doing the basics is important. You know, you coming from a, a huge organization, um, what would you say are those basics? W what does is, what is practicing cyber, good cyber hygiene look like, uh, at least at the, say at the beginning of the journey for, for a small organization? Yeah, I mean, some of the basics I think we hear all the time, right? Um, good passwords, right? And um, there's a lot of information out there on what, what that is actually, right? MFA, um, multi-factor factor authentication, um, you know, software updates. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. I think it's also really important to know that there, I will say there's a lot more resources available and for free for small businesses to be able to go find out, you know, just kind of basic listing of what they need to do, what they need to put in place, how they can get support, help, where they can go to find out what's happening, you know, every day in the threat landscape. Um, CISA is doing a really good job of that and, and being very open about that for small businesses. And then locally, um, the FBI, the bureaus, you know, different bureaus in different states and cities are really um, activating on that. So there's a lot of groups and organizations that are coming out and really being there to support small businesses, help them, address them. Some big vendor companies um, have uh, groups within that will, let's say if you're a nonprofit small business, that will give you the technologies for free. So Microsoft has a little bit of that that they do, which is great, right? Because 
Um, and I think it's just a matter of getting that awareness that the businesses know where they can go to get the support and understand um, the information that's out there that they can use internally to help them out. Leah, thank you so much for the wonderful conversation today. This is uh, absolutely fantastic. Such great insights and wisdom. Uh, we're, we're very grateful that, that you came on the show today. Um, that, that was a, just a brilliant conversation. Th- thank you again. Thank you, guys. It's great to be Pleasure. here. Uh, Chris and I will be right back to wrap up today's uh, episode. That was a really engaging conversation. I thought uh, Leah did a really fantastic job really explaining a lot of these key security concepts in the very in ways that pretty much anyone could understand. Absolutely. The big thing for me is that cybersecurity is part of corporate social responsibility. Yeah. Wow. I haven't heard it put that, like that before. No, that, that was really a, a light bulb moment. You know, I think that was a, a great line that, that Leah shared. And um, that was really interesting. Again, her, her, her background, you know, and you could tell that she was a very skilled communicator and how her, her education and background prior to you know, going to cybersecurity is definitely a uh, uh, advantage for her, you know, in, in, you know, in, in the space where, you know, good communicators are hard to come by. Yes. So I thought it was really great how, how, how Leah shared um, her insights and wisdom with, with us today. She's definitely a standout. Absolutely. Um, so we want to give a special thank you to Leah for joining us today on the podcast. And as always, extend a special thank you to our loyal listeners and viewers who join us each and every week. Uh, if you did miss a previous episode, do check out old episodes on the Cybersecurity Matters YouTube page or on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, until next time, be well, be safe, and we'll see you again on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. See you next week.